Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Are you looking for a way to save a little money? What about getting your subscriptions under control? If so, then I've got just the solution for you. Rocket Money. With the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find a subscription that I completely forgot to cancel before the free trial was up. I'm sure you've all been there, and Rocket Money can help me cancel it. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting and kids subscriptions, it's hard to keep track of exactly what you're spending and how much it all adds up to each and every month. Not to mention the fact that it seems every single day one of those subscriptions suddenly jumps up in price. Rocket Money alerts you when this happens so you're never caught unawares. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With them, I can see clearly what my monthly spending is and how it compares to the month before, making saving money and taking control over my finances so much easier. They'll also try to negotiate lowering your bills up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll even deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com Slash morning cup. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone and electricity line. Weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Cup of murder. When you meet the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, the person you want to build a home and a family with, you hope that it is forever. On December 6th, 2009, a woman disappeared, leaving behind a husband and two boys. And while her husband initially received sympathy for the wife he lost, it wasn't long before the dark side of Joshua Powell and his marriage with Susan were revealed. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Joshua Powell met Susan Cox at a dinner party in November of 2000. The two, who were also classmates at an LDS Institute of Religion, quickly began a relationship and were married less than a year later. The couple moved in with Joshua's father, Stephen, in his South Hill, Washington home, and everything seemed to be going well. That was until Stephen began making Susan uncomfortable. He would follow her around with a camcorder, spy on her in the bathroom, steal her underwear, and read her journals. All of this came to an uncomfortable head when, in 2003, Stephen confessed he had feelings for his son's wife. She, of course, rejected his advances and the couple moved out of state. 
Finally away from the uncomfortable situation, the pair welcomed two sons into their family, Charles in 2005 and Brayden in 2007. But their marriage wasn't a happy one. Joshua maintained contact with his father despite Susan's discomfort, refused to attend church with the family, and was extremely controlling with his wife. He was also quickly putting the family into extreme debt. In 2007, he filed for bankruptcy, declaring over $200,000 in debt. In 2008, Susan recorded a video surveying property damage that her husband caused in a fit of anger and wrote a secret will which stated, If I die, it may not be an accident, even if it looks like one. Susan seemed to know something that no one else did because on the morning of December 6, 2009, Susan was seen for the last time. On December 7th, the entire Powell family was reported missing after the boys failed to show up for daycare. Police, fearing the family was dead inside of their home due to carbon monoxide, broke into the home after failing to reach Joshua or Susan. The family was not inside, but what was there were two box fans blowing at a wet, freshly cleaned couch. Also inside was Susan's wallet, purse, and ID. It was also discovered later that there were traces of Susan's blood on the floor. So where were the Powells? Just when everyone started to panic, at around 5 p.m., Joshua returned home with the two boys. According to him, he left Susan sleeping at home when at midnight, he had taken the boys on a camping trip to Simpson Springs, Utah. Everyone was confused. Why take two young boys on a camping trip on a Monday at midnight? When police visited the supposed campsite, they found no evidence that anyone had camped there. Already suspicious of Joshua, police then found out that there was a life insurance policy on Susan in the amount of $1.5 million, as well as the handwritten letter from Susan expressing fear for her life. It was starting to seem pretty clear that Joshua had a hand in his wife's disappearance. The problem was, where was her body? Police began interviewing the Powell children. According to Charlie, Susan had gone on the trip, but not returned. Weeks later, his teacher reported that Charlie claimed his mother was dead and, while in daycare, drew a photo of a van with three people in it before explaining that, quote, mommy was in the trunk. By December 24th, the increasingly uncooperative Joshua had become a person of interest. Shortly after, he packed up his boys and their belongings and moved in with his father. Then came the appearance of SusanPowell.org, a website started anonymously that seemed to defend Joshua, claiming that he was a victim of a smear campaign by Susan's family, his sister, and the entire LDS church. It also contained wild theories, one of which was that Susan ran off with a journalist who also vanished that same week. Many believe that the website and its contents were started by Joshua and his father. Then the police were made aware of Stephen and his obsession with Susan. Stephen's computer was seized in 2010, and it contained 4,500 images of Susan, including close-ups of her body, taken without her knowledge. Then, Joshua's brother Michael sold his broken-down vehicle. When searched, a sniffer dog indicated that a decomposing human body had been in the trunk, but DNA tests were inconclusive. 
For years, evidence mounted against the Powell men, and people became certain that they were responsible for the murder of Susan Powell. Unfortunately, it was never enough to convict. Things became messy between the Powell and the Cox family, especially when it came to the custody of the children. Stephen was arrested for voyeurism and child pornography after police found that he secretly videotaped numerous women and young girls, including Susan, and the Cox family filed for custody of the boys. They were eventually granted temporary custody until Joshua agreed to move out of Stephen's home. Then, in 2012, Utah police discovered about 400 images of simulated child pornography, bestiality, and incest on Joshua's computer. Like father, like son. His agreement was changed, and he was now required supervision while visiting with his sons. On February 5, 2012, a social worker called 911 stating that, while bringing Charlie and Brayden to their supervised visitation, Josh grabbed the boys and slammed the door in her face. Before she could get to the children, the home exploded with both boys and Joshua inside. After a brief investigation, the cause of death was determined to be carbon monoxide poisoning, and it was discovered that the boys both suffered from wounds from a hatchet before the explosion. The whole Powell family was now gone, and when police notified Stephen in jail, he didn't seem surprised or concerned. Many believe that Stephen Powell not only knows exactly what happened to Susan, but helped to arrange her murder and the murder-suicide of his son and grandsons. He died of natural causes in 2018. On May 21, 2013, the active investigation into Susan Powell's disappearance was officially closed. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on December 7th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.